0: Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Believing and Being Born Again. Believing and being born again are intimately related, and yet they are distinct. You cannot have one without the other, and yet the one must not be confused with the other. John 1, through 13 denotes the proper relationship and flow of thought. John 1, and 13. But as many as received him, that's Christ, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Whereas the emphasis in verse 12 is on human response, received him, believe, the emphasis in verse 13 is singularly on divine action, born of God. We must believe in Christ and when we do, God produces a spiritual birth. This is supernatural birthing. It's all God's doing. Twice in verse 13 he says, it is not of our will. A person cannot will themselves to be born again. This is totally a God thing. However, we are accountable to receive and to believe. There is mystery here in the interplay between God's sovereignty and human responsibility. Without God's intervention in the hearts of people, no one ever comes to true faith in Christ. And yet that reality does not cancel out human response and human responsibility. The last invitation of the Bible is clear. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Revelation twenty-two seventeen. In John 3, we have Christ's interaction with Nicodemus, where Christ emphasized the absolute necessity of being born again. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Only those who are born again will see the kingdom. Christ is talking about a spiritual rebirth, a supernatural rebirth brought about by the Spirit. John 3.8, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell from where it comes and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. There is mystery here, but it is totally the work of the Spirit. The new birth is not something we must do, but something the Spirit must do. Birth is something that happens to us, not something that we accomplish. And so it is with spiritual rebirth. This is a spiritual miracle, mysteriously brought about by God's Spirit. Yet as we follow through on Christ's conversation with Nicodemus, Jesus proceeds to bring in the necessity of believing. John 3, 14, 15. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Thus, Jesus in his conversation with Nicodemus emphasized two key things. He emphasized that one must be born of the Spirit, which is totally the Spirit's doing, and yet he also emphasized whoever believes has eternal life. Both are true. One must believe and one must be born of the Spirit. And where you have the one, you invariably have the other and to show us all the more that on the human side of the equation, so to speak, the great issue is the responsibility to believe. Note that what John three sixteen through 18 goes on to say. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Verse 16 gets a lot of attention, but verse 18 makes the point that the ultimate reason for condemnation is because people do not believe in Jesus. This has human responsibility written all over it. Condemnation is plainly stated to be because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. This is the very same issue made in John 1.12, where on the positive side of the ledger, it says God gave the right to become the children of God, quote, to those who believe in his name. Accountability is all about believing in Jesus. Judgment ultimately makes no sense apart from human responsibility. One day Jesus will come in judgment on a Christ-rejecting world. And a key reason for the judgment is spelled out in 2 Thessalonians 1, 8, and 9, where it says, In flaming fire taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, these shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Condemnation is for not believing in Christ, for not obeying the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. The ultimate issue before God is the obedience of faith. Romans 1, 16 and 17, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it, The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. It is the grace of God that brings us to saving faith. And yet, Paul says, we plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Lord, we thank you for your amazing grace, your amazing plan of salvation. Uh, The invitation is extended to whosoever will can come. Whoever desires, let him take of the water of life freely. Yes, in your grace, you have made full provision. And yet there is the the command that we obey, that we respond in faith, the obedience of faith. And so, Lord, I I thank you for the truth of the word of God. Uh, Lord, we cannot make ourselves born again, and it's necessary to be born again to see the kingdom. Uh, Really, on the human side of the equation, the emphasis is, we must believe. And thank you for your promise that whoever believes is born of God. Lord, as we believe, uh, you perform that supernatural work that only you can do in our hearts. And Lord, really, it's all of you even bringing us, intervening in our lives uh, to show us uh, the knowledge of the truth. And so, Lord, we thank you for your amazing grace, and we thank you that whoever believes in him, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ will not perish, but has everlasting life. We pray in his name. Amen.